0: What is going on, everybody? I am John Stamper and very excited to have you watching another episode of the Eassist Dental MBA podcast. And what's been so exciting about these is the eassist team has brought together some of the amazing professionals in our industry and talking about the business side of dentistry. And as so many of you have seen, dentistry is growing and, and doing so many different things. And so we are very excited and honored today to have with us Vanessa Emerson, who does so much in regards to dental speaking and, and a whole host of things that she's going to share you about. I wanted to have her share it so that I didn't forget everything, right? Because she touches a lot of aspects about dentistry. But Vanessa, it's good to have you today.
1: Thank you. I'm super excited to be here. and honor. Thank you.
0: All right. So we're going to get into some specifics in regards to dental speaking and especially for, you know, dentists out there that have been practicing for many years, but they're very passionate about a topic and you've got all kinds of insight about that. But let's start a little bit about your story and how you came to where you are now.
1: I um, absolutely love dentistry, though I never planned to, to work in dentistry. It was just never even a, an option, right? <laughs> I originally had been working in uh, medical with for a general surgeon. And when he retired in the uh, Southern California town I was in back 20 years ago, when people looked for jobs in the newspaper, Do you remember those days, John?
0: Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Of course. Yeah.
1: But uh, I answered the ad for um, an office uh, helper for a dental speaker and consultant. And honestly, I had no idea what that meant. But uh, it literally, literally changed my life. And so I got started um, 20 years ago, working with Catherine Itell Belt. Um, I think probably many of your listeners know Catherine. She's a well-respected speaker and consultant in our industry. And so I learned a lot about... um, what it takes to build a business for a speaker and consultant by actually working there with her.
0: Yeah, I love that. And so that has brought you to doing so much like we talked about in regards to really helping professionals in the dental industry uh, become not just better speakers, but I know, you know, one of your passions has always been is for them to be influential speakers and to not just understand what it's like to be on stage and give a good presentation, but all the things around it, right? There's so many things about, the business of dental speaking i know that you help people with so i i guess it's kind of like where i'd like to start you know we have a lot of dentists that watch this podcast and you know maybe have you share with a lot of them that are watching the world of dental speaking for them you know things they need to think about you know what's exciting about it you know how could they transition their career if that's kind of where they're going and some of that good stuff
1: happy to share that um The and also just to real quickly round out. So starting with Catherine and now to today, what we offer. Because I I worked with Catherine for several years, but at this point, twenty years in, I've worked with over five hundred speakers and consultants now, um, and we offer a wide range of services. But primarily, we we focus on the uh, business advisory on the building of a business, which is very different than building a practice. You know what I um, what I find typically with with dentists is that they Go get to a place in their career where they can see the light at the end of the tunnel that they know they're either going to retire and want to be able to keep doing something in the industry or or having some body aches or pains or challenges that is helping them realize that they probably need to do some kind of transitioning soon. I mean, those are those are really common or a third one would be uh, a dentist that's young and um newer in the field, but also super passionate about a certain topic and has received uh, a high level of training and they feel like they have something to give back. You know, that's the, I think the unifying thread for all of those is they love this industry. They want to be able to help it remain strong and they want to be able to educate those who are up and coming um, and and their colleagues Uh, and everyone has something special to share, I believe. Uh, And so that's what leads uh, many dentists and dental professionals in general to consider being a speaker or consultant
0: so like it is in so many of these like you mentioned uh ancillary things that a dentist would want to do it's always that first step right it's always i've been thinking about this and i just want to get started and like you mentioned with the hundreds of people that you've worked with offer up some Thoughts, ideas, insight, advice, you know, for those that have been thinking about it and they they want to get started, you know, I mean, as far sure. as how, how do you advise people along those lines?
1: In fact, I'm reaching for my book. Um, I'd be <laughs> happy to share this. This So you think you want to speak in dentistry? It speaks exactly to that. its a, I'd be happy to give it to anyone. If um, if you'd like to shoot me an email, info at the just put ebook in the subject line. I'd be happy to email it to you. But this a little 50 page, you can probably read it in 30 minutes. But it's a, it'll give you a, a better um, out, um, overview than what I could do right now. But ultimately, um, you know, there's a, there's a ramping up period. It's not that you just go find the switch and flip it on and suddenly you're a speaker and consultant, you know, nothing works like that, right? So you, you're going to want to explore that field and make sure it's something you really want to invest time and resources into growing if you want it to be a business. Now, if you are a dentist who wants to be able to, you know, just give back. Uh, many dentists enjoy speaking they're not really trying to promote it they just enjoy it and so when they're asked they do it but other than that they're not really wanting to invest in it Uh, there's a small smaller number of dentists and dental professionals that fall into that category the majority of the people that I've worked with have been um, clinical uh, based topics, though there are quite a few that are practice management. but they just they feel like they have something, I mean after 20, 30, 40 years in dentistry, you've got something you can share, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> typically. And um, and so it, it's just um, I, I want to encourage them to find out more about um, what those steps are. Uh, there is an investment of time. There's an investment of money, typically, to market yourself and get it going. Usually,
0: yeah. I think what's interesting about the work that you do and the theme of this uh, podcast is the business of dentistry, right? And kind of looking at dentistry from a different angle. Uh, I think what's really unique about what you do is a lot of the speakers that you work with, and you see this. You know, there's the there's the act of giving the presentation and all the things you have to think about. But there also is the content that they're sharing, right, Vanessa? So when you really think about the great content that a lot of the speakers that you work with, they are sharing ideas and new insights around how, in many cases, a dental practice can grow and do new things and learn the business side. I think that's kind of unique, right? I mean, there's the fundamentals of what you teach people of how to be a good professional speaker. And then there's the world that you live in where you get to hear all of these new topics that a lot of them are talking to, to dental teams about and at dental meetings. And it is exciting. And I think that that's why I was really excited to have you on this podcast as I think there's the business side of dentistry and then there's this side of it. This is the future of the people that are sharing a lot of those thoughts about how to move sure,
1: forward. For sure. And you know, I'd love to speak to that because um, I'd like to expand on that just slightly that I, I find that there's actually very little new it's really more, you know what it is, John? I think it's more that someone has walked this road for 20 or 30 years and they've become really exceptional as a certain technique or in a certain, pe- the piece of this dental pie, right? Like they're really exceptional implants or they're very exceptional OSHA or whatever the topic would be. And I, I think what what I've seen is that there are, you know, the very best educators, the one that, ones that actually Cause transformation with their um, participants would be those that are going to be able to take their skills further. So it's not even always so much new as like I, what I find is that audience members a lot of times, and, and dentists don't really want to talk about this, understanding, understandably, but they're not always confident. Like there might be something they've just sold a big case, but they're not really 100% confident because they just haven't walked the path yet enough to have worked on enough patients to be really confident with whatever they just, um, the patient just accepted the treatment plan for. Right, you know, right. it's it's that kind of situation too, where I feel like our our dentists out there, which I just speaks to my heart, and like, there's so much you can do to give back and really help our industry flourish and to help our patients even long after you're no longer at physically at the in the operatory or near the chair. I think yep. it's just really allows people to extend their career much longer, and it's super satisfying.
0: Well, and I think hearing you say that uh, should give confidence to those that are listening that have thought about you know making career as a speaker. That if you are passionate about a particular lane or subject, like you said, that that's what a lot of people want to hear, right? You just, you know, just because that's something that you've become really good at doesn't mean like, like you mentioned, Vanessa, there's so many other dental professionals out there that want to learn and have that same confidence too. So yeah, I think that's a really good point.
1: For sure. And, you know, um, I think sometimes dental professionals think we have, there's already people speaking about communications or, or, you know, OSHA or implants, you know, any of these topics, And I have heard a couple of years back, I heard a figure, I'm not, I shouldn't pass this along. so I'm not 100% sure about this number, but it was shared to me by somebody who has massive amounts of lists of dental professionals. And he told me that um, he he thought there were about a million and a half dental professionals in North America. So like, if you include everybody, you know, in the op and out. that is a lot of people. And so when you start thinking about how many people are teaching communications, (laughs) to be able to get around to everyone, uh, you know, there's, there's just there's a space is what I'm trying to say, there's a space for you. uh, If you're if you're, here's the thing, john, I think it's if you feel called, if you feel in your gut, if you if you just can't get that inner voice to stop talking to you, like I, what if how could I? I I think that you need to listen to that inner voice and allow um, it to guide you because more than likely you have something very valuable to share. Even if it's on a topic that you know other people are speaking on, they won't have your stories, they won't have your experiences. And I want to hear more than one communication speaker or leadership speaker or OSHA speaker, right? Like, I don't want to just go to one OSHA class and never go again as a dental professional. It doesn't work that way.
0: Yeah. No, I I love that. And so, Along those lines, I'd like to ask you about some of the challenges uh, with you know the, those individuals that decide they want to they want to start to speak or what have you, and it is a journey. Like you mentioned, I love the fact that you framed it in the way that it is not just snap your fingers. I did this for so many years. Now I get on stage and and you know there's maybe a tiny percentage of those individuals, right, Vanessa, that just have that since they were five years old they have that knack even though there's still a lot more to learn. Uh, but maybe some challenges, some challenges that you have seen over the years and working with with speakers that you could offer up to people.
1: I think a common challenge is that, um, how do I get noticed? I'm making this change in my career. I now want to, I want to continue to be a hygienist or continue to be an office manager or, or a dentist. And I want to maybe cut my hours back, but I want to start speaking. And ultimately I should say, I view speaking as a marketing activity, though, you don't market from the platform. But it's a marketing activity for consulting, because speaking is a is a platform that then uh, connects you with potential consulting clients. Does that make sense? Yeah. So for many people, that's why I'm leaning into speaking, but I also mean consulting. So um, as people want to start getting those speaking engagements, or they want to start being um, finding consulting clients or people that they could uh, coach, Uh, either clinically or on business topics, I think one challenge is like, how do I, there's a lot of noise, and it is a big industry, and how do I get enough traction? Uh, I do cover that in the ebook. Uh, There's quite a few um, marketing methods that are important, and there are some foundational ones, but here's the answer to that particular question. I think it's the same as what we would say, how do we attract more new patients? I think it really comes back to relationships, yep. you know, and to, um, as someone who's been in the field for some time, you know, people, you certainly know your reps that come into the office from the different vendors that you can talk with about the fact that you're wanting to do some speaking and they tend to have meetings regionally or larger, you know, I mean, once you just start talking and letting people know your vision and what you're doing, it, it it will grow legs you know and, and and you'll start connecting you so that's that's one challenge and one really strong solution but it takes time again right you could, obviously that would take time and it's really but that's the most effective marketing yeah i'm all about one-to-one the one to a bazillion people i mean like i do all of the social media and that kind of stuff too but the best marketing is one-to-one
0: yeah there's no question and i think you know, you mentioned a million dental professionals, which is is crazy to wrap our head around that. Uh, and I think, in a lot of regards, uh, that's still a small industry, right? Uh, we've always felt like that. And so, but the exciting things I've I've always thought about dentistry is, like you mentioned, is it has the best of both worlds. There is absolutely a market, you know, for people that want to get their message out for a lot of people to hear that. But in the same regard, like you mentioned, it does still feel like it's small enough that those relationship matters, those, you know, those one-on-one conversations matter, um, you know, which is, which is great insight. So speaking of that, I think as we kind of wrap this uh, when you look out, right, I know you're a visionary and uh, you know, when you look out with the work that you do now and where you see dentistry going, uh, like I mentioned earlier in this podcast, it's just, I, I thought it's always been unique with the work that you do because you're working with all these speakers and helping them along the lines and you're hearing this person's presentation and this person's presentation so you're getting a little bit of an insight to what they're talking about what are some of the topics what are you excited about when you look at when you look out at where we're going in the next however many years
1: okay. Thank you for that. I love that question because I am excited about where we're going. We're on the heels of COVID right now as we record this, right? So we're in May of 2021, and as you were saying that, I thought I should probably check that number because our number may not be one and a half million (laughs) after COVID, (laughs) right? It might be a little different than that. But um, you know, we just come through a global uh, shift, and so 15 months ago, we were saying oh, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Are we even going to meet in person again? Are we going to, you know, it's like, we, we don't know what's, what was going to happen. What I would tell you is what I'm most excited about is that um, we crave connection. We're built for connection. And I'm super excited about the fact that I see our meetings coming back. I really believe they will be primarily our large meetings in person because we need connection. Because um, hybrid is super challenging as a meeting planner yep. and other planners I've talked to. It's just, you know, there's just lots of challenges with it. So I, I think we'll go to either like fully virtual or in yep. person, but I would say the thing I'm most excited about is I believe we're coming back right now. We're coming back. It's going to be a little different. A lot of the models we had before I, I see are coming back to be the same, like sponsorship and some of the things what I'm seeing with the, the meetings I plan and the, and the speakers I work with, it feels like we're we've kind of like skipped some beats and we're just like going to try to hop back in and, and, and support this industry, you know, support our patients, support our, our attendees at meetings, you know, try to support our industry partners. Um, and, and what I'm also super excited about is this industry. It just it, you know, makes me a little emotional because people are so good. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't normally cry on a podcast. i was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it touches me because you see people that would be competitor mm-hmm. just have really um, supported each other yep. and, and helped us and pull each other up. And so I'm super excited about the future of our industry, because we already all knew before that dentistry had it going on. And this is the best place in the world to work. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think we've just, um, we've made it even better by going through a challenge
0: together. Yeah, there's no question, right? Those setbacks Uh, could have taken dentistry in two different paths and and you witnessed it. I know I witnessed it, the amount of collaboration, the amount of people trying to help people, finding ways to leverage resources so that the industry can move forward. And you're right. We're now kind of getting on the other side of that, which is really, really exciting. And who knows uh, the results that will come from that. But uh, Vanessa, this has been a pleasure. Again, I know the eAssist team really appreciate you coming on. Um, and sharing your side of dentistry and the business side of working with speakers. So um, could you let people know where they can learn more about you and a lot of the great stuff that you're doing?
1: Yeah, for sure. I would be happy to talk with anyone who thinks they might want to learn a little bit more about what does it take to be a speaker or consultant and just shoot me an email info at the info at the Again, if you shoot me an email with ebook, in the subject line, I'll shoot you a copy of the ebook, which will help you get started, but also we'll give you a little information about some of our programs. That um, This is the world I live in, is the business side of dental speaking and consulting. I'd be happy to talk with you about your goals and your visions and uh, your vision for, for a potential business and just help you shine a light on the path and carve out a plan and,
0: and help you know what to do to move forward. Excellent. Well, Vanessa, thanks so much for your time. Keep up the great work. I and do. as you mentioned, I'm sure we'll see people in soon. See people in person soon, right? That's the We group. already are. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. Thing,
1: right? Like I just saw right. you a couple weeks ago. Yeah. We yes. a conference, so yep. yeah, that's yep. awesome. Thank you, great. John. All that's right. Great. Well,
0: have a great day. Thanks, you too. Bye. See